This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Love of the Star podcast. I'm Bobby Bell, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105 Through the Fan in Dallas. Joined as always by Brian Broaddus, former Super Bowl winning NFL scout. He is now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation 2 to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday. On 105 Through the Fan in Dallas. He is also the pre and post game co host on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. And Brian, we made it to Oxnard. We're here in Oxnard, California. We've had a couple practices. Is it uh, everything you dreamed and more? You know what? It's funny. Um, 31 years of NFL training camps, 24 of those years were done with uh, the Dallas Cowboys. So I've always kind of talked about the places I've been. But you never get tired of coming to camp in Oxnard. You don't. It's all about, you know, the players, the ability to practice. You don't have to survive practice here. You know, you could practice at a high level, fast pace because of the weather. This the way it is. The fact that, you know, there's there's teams across the country right now that are dealing with heat, humidity and all that. And trying those players are just trying to survive the practice. Here it is about the things you're able to, the the installations, the technique work, the individual periods and stuff like that. I just cannot imagine a better place in the country to practice when you consider the setting, you know, the access that we have to the camp, and then the weather that goes along with it. It's just it's just an ideal place to do. It's an ideal place to get the season started the right way. Yeah, it's. I mean, everybody, Jerry talks about it all the time, yeah. about how this is just the dream place to start off camp, and well, it's good. Everybody enjoys it. It took, you know, I, and I know people that are, you know, guys and gals that are my age that are Cowboy fans forever will remember the Jimmy Johnson practices like at St. Ed's there in Austin, and those were kind of the groundwork practices where, you know, it was a lot more hitting. Two a days were real. Yeah. It wasn't collective bargaining as you know as strong as it is now. You know, and they'll say, "Well, those were the good old days." Those are, no, those really weren't the good old. Days. They, you just had really, really good teams. That you know, yeah. you had the Darren Woodsons and the Troy Aikmans and the it helps you know, to have like twenty five yeah, Pro Bowlers, like Hall in, of on Fame your players. Yeah, so you know, but just it, it really took it really took the Cowboys from going to Austin to. You know, and the Cowboys trained out here forever. If you you know in Thousand, you know, Oaks. Thousand Oaks, you know, and it was just when Jerry bought the team that all of a sudden you were moving to other locales, and you know that ultimately what happens they come back to California where, uh, you know, where you can get some really quality work. Well, let's uh, let's before we dive into some of the specifics of practice, let's just I guess knock out first. 
the injury questions yeah. and where things stand on the roster. So uh, as camp started, Luke Schoonmaker starts on NFI. Yeah. That's a little bit of a disappointment. And we'll kind of go back over these after I run through real quick. But Schoonmaker, right. uh, Jordan Lewis starts on Pup, right. not unexpected. Terrence Steele did not start on Pup. That nope. was good. He's got a big brace on his knee. Right. Uh, he, you know, when they've been out there in more team periods and not just light jogging, right. he's not been out there. But in the light jogging and just kind of the the yeah. walkthrough stuff, he's right. out there and he looks like he's moving okay. Right. Um, and so those were the, kind of the injuries of note. They're Tony Pollard, no restrictions coming out here, although they are slow playing him a little, right. but not any medical restrictions. And then since camp started, day one, you get the calf injury to Donovan Wilson. He is going to be out, it sounds like, for about six weeks. Yeah. Uh, Israel McQuamu is dealing with a hamstring issue. He's He was designated as a multiple-week injury by right. Mike McCarthy. Right. Uh, and then a much lighter note, I think it's just taking care of your new asset or, or your new paid asset, which is Trayvon Diggs. Uh, he's been dealing with a little bit of a toe thing. Doesn't sound like they're super concerned with that one, but uh, just something to, to note right there. Yeah, if I could circle back to the very first one that yep. you made, uh, you know, Luke Schoonmaker, and I was asking some people in the organization if they could give me a timeline for Luke Schoonmaker, and the the answer was no, we really can't. And that's the unfortunate thing right now is that, you know, four to six weeks with other injuries or, you know, day-to-day with maybe like with digs and things like that, with Schoonmaker, they just don't have an idea. And that's what's so disappointing is because – when you and I were working on the draft show mm-hmm. and we were talking about, you know, tight ends and, you know, the blocking tight ends and the guys that we really kind of liked and Luke Schoonmaker was a the guy. Then all of a sudden Luke Schoonmaker gets drafted in the second round. And so now you're sitting there thinking, OK, here we go. Plug Luke Schoonmaker in. Let him go to work. Let him work next to Tyron Smith. Pro let him, ready. Yeah. Let him work next to Terrence Steele, you know, and all those things. And you're so you're excited about that. But the fact that they can't give us a timeline on this is is a little bit of a, I shouldn't say a little bit, it's really disappointing. Yeah. Because I I know watching him play, and I, I said this to somebody in the organization, and this guy said to me, he goes, hey, I hope you're right. Because I think when you watch like Michigan play football, you know, you watch the Blake Corum run the ball, run it downhill. They're running behind Luke Schoonmaker, and I'm sitting here thinking I had visions of him being that point-of-attack blocker. And, you know, in early in camp, we've seen the Cowboys some inside handoffs. That's kind of been the game inside. Yep. But where's a lot of the game been to the – it's a lot of the outside and the kind of perimeter game is really what it's been. You know, we've seen, you know, pulling guards. We talked about Steele. He was on the backside of a play. He comes all the way, you know, ball's going left. He's all the way up on blocker, uh, blocking on the defensive backs. You know, so, you know, it's good to see guys like that kind of get back. You talked about Pollard getting an opportunity. He's looked pretty good. But that's it. That the Schoonmaker one is the, the real, if you want to say, real gut punch right now. Yeah. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast.
And I think, you know, it, it feels like every year there's somebody like this. You know what I mean? Like, like, like you know, last year uh, you had Matt Woletsko, who really was never ready. Uh, the year before that, uh, you know, you had Jabril Cox, who was obviously dealing with something. Damone Clark even last year. Right. Uh, th- this, this feels a little bit already like you, you've got this little bit of concern where I recall it was the same sort of discussion. Like, we're not sure when he's going to be ready. And then slowly became not ready for the year. Right. Connor McGovern. Right. who was a third-round pick, second-round grade, but their second pick in the draft in the third round there. Uh, I, you just hope it's not anything like that that lingers. But usually when they can't give you a timetable right. and it starts like this, you're a little, okay, this is a little uneasy. Right. Well, that's, you know, with that plantar fasciitis, that, that's just a, it's one of those kinds of injuries that requires rest and for recovery and all that. And, you know, Luke Schoonmaker, you know, if he was out there practicing, you know, he would probably be struggling with that. And so they're going to try and get this thing as right as they can and then, you know, hope for the absolute best. Yeah, so that's where things stand with the injury situation right now. Now, when we take a look at the general practice takeaways yeah. from the first couple of days, uh, I'll let you lead off here. Is there anything that has stood out to you? Obviously, we have not gotten any padded practices yet. We've really only Monday will be the first Monday, one. Yeah, and, and we're recording this on Friday night, so all we've really gotten to this point has been two, you know, standard practices, little light work. Um, you know, we haven't had the one-on-one compete periods yet that, right. that get all the oohs and ahs and everything like that. But anything that's really stood out to you so far? You know, it's funny you mentioned about the one-on-one compete periods. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember under the Mike McCarthy administration, have we had those one-on-one periods? We did. We got it We got it late last year. It was about, it was. I want to say it was probably like not until the fifth or See, sixth I, practice. I it think, was late. Yeah, I, I just don't know how much Mike McCarthy is interested in the one-on-one periods. Like under the Jason Garrett administration, there seemed like there was always the one-on-one periods. And then what we were doing, we were reporting about, there's some side of me that thinks that Mike McCarthy doesn't want to see clips of, you know, Tolbert getting, you know, mugged by Diggs or, or CeeDee Lamb running away from Bland or, you know, or, oh, hey, by the way, look, oh, uh, Josh Ball can't block Mozzie Smith. You know, I mean, I, there's a side of me that, because the kicking situation is another one that, Today, I was this morning on Friday here, it was on Cowboy Break, my work I do with DallasCowboys.com, and they were, the kickers were practicing. They were having like their little bit of, it wasn't, it was the snapper, holder, all that, but it was back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And, you know, we've yet to see that in a practice since we've been out here. We've seen some special team stuff, but it was all punt. You know, we've seen punt stuff. So I just wonder about the real competition. I know Bones Fossil said today, hey, Monday we're going to throw the kickers out there. But, you know, it used to be when you'd watch these kickers, it would be kind of like, ah, okay, it's kind of a little break. But now it's charting. They, uh, he made six of nine. He high made, drama. He, high drama. And, you know, because of the questions they have to ask. So, But the things that I've really, really kind of noticed about um, when, when it hasn't been – Farniak, or and you missing this is the Zach Martin miss is where this is going. Yeah. Which we, by the way, by the way, before we go to that, did Tyler Smith you think let something slip yesterday? I back? hope so. Ty, Tyler yeah, Smith's quote so. uh, first day at camp, he gets asked, "Have you heard from Zach?" He said, "Yeah, Zach texted us. Yeah. Said uh, hold things down, I'll be there soon." Yeah. And so it's like, well, I bet Zach didn't necessarily want you to read that text to yeah, the whole media. Yeah. Well, I, you know, as much as Zach is not a big media guy, I mean, but anyway, he's. Uh, you know, the thing about it is it's clear when it's not steel 
and or Farniak on the right side, it's not a very good group right now. And, and again, it's not pads, but they're struggling. They're str- and, and but it's it, they're struggling against good edge rushers. You know, you're Michael Parsons. Yeah. about like your eighth or ninth yeah, line yeah, too. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and, but expect- but I'm saying it was you know to me I was so fired up about Zach Martin and and uh, Steele being on that right side. Because we have seen some things in the practice this morning, you know, when they were doing stuff. You know, Tyler Smith and Tyron Smith, really good, some really good twist-stunt pickups, you know, that the defense was trying to kind of fool them with to get somebody free home. And really, loves those twist Yeah, stunts. and really good recognition by the law firm of Smith and Smith <laughs> over there. So, you know, that's the thing about it. And what made me kind of laugh is when Dak Prescott said, uttered the words, pay the man when he's talking about uh, Zach Martin. He usually does not weigh in. On he usually things. doesn't weigh in, but he also went through that practice with the right side of that offensive line was not as stable as it has been in the past. Yeah. Uh, you know, so uh, that's something I've really noticed. I've noticed a lot of what's going on with formations, the bunch formations. How are things going to be differently offensively? I made mention about inside running game off the handoff, out of shotgun, the just the natural sweeps plays to the edges and stuff that we've seen. It seems like with these backs, whether it's Pollard, Deuce Vaughn, you know, they're interested in getting these guys kind of to the edge here early. And, you know, we've seen that, uh, you know, we've seen that. So, but I have noticed the bunch formations. When I talk about bunch formations, it's the three wide receivers scatter out of that. They did some drills yesterday where they had what we call twins receivers, where you had stacked receivers. You run one on a pick and then run the other behind the pick, which was C.D. Lamb. So maybe you have Gallup run the run the pick, and then you run uh, Lamb behind it, mm-hmm. you know, to try and create some separation. If you're one of those folks, guys or gals that believe in analytics, they will tell you the Cowboys are not one of the best teams when it comes to route separation. So these are these are just some of the early maybe. The off-season study with Brian Schottenheimer and the offensive coaches are about trying to get separation for these receivers. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 